Happy Black Friday, Mizzou fans. I hope you like a hog roast. And is Eli Drinkwitz right? Should Cody Schrader be considered for the Heisman Trophy? Let's talk about that and more from Missouri's win over Arkansas right now on Locked on Mizzou. You are Locked on Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, all you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. And today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first ticket purchase. And if you purchased a ticket to the Arkansas game yesterday, good for you. I'm guessing you had a lot of fun in the fourth quarter yesterday as that stadium had completely emptied out and it looked like it was just a whole bunch of black and gold left in that stadium yesterday to the point where when it was 41 nothing, if you were going to complain about anything in that game, you were going, gee, can we get maybe Sam Horn and get him in the game a little earlier? Let's get Cody Schrader out of there. Let's not get any hurt, But fortunately, everybody came out unscathed, so nothing to even complain about there whatsoever. Just a complete and total destruction by Missouri over Arkansas yesterday to the point where Missouri went out, dug a hole in the backyard, and invited all of their friends over for a luau. That was absolutely unbelievable. In particular, Missouri just dominates the game in line of scrimmage, on the trenches, on both sides of the football. Heck, in fact, let me take a moment here to give a shout-out to Brandon Jones, the Missouri offensive line coach, and, of course, Al Davis, the defensive line coach for the Tigers as well. In particular, let's give Brandon Jones some love because, my goodness, for that guy to come in after spring practice, essentially, for all intents and purposes, Not exactly a perfect scenario for him or Eli Drinkwitz or anybody, and yet at maybe the most important and critical position on the team for Missouri this season, other than quarterback, was offensive line. And you look at how this offensive line performed this season, giving Brady Cook great protection for the most part, and of course opening up tons of holes for Cody Schrader to the point where his coach is stumping for him for the Heisman Trophy at the end of the year, and, and you're, you're, he's doing it with a straight face as well. Who could have possibly seen that coming at the beginning of this season? Ten wins, almost certainly a New Year's Six bowl game for the Tigers, and I think Brandon Jones just deserves a tremendous, tremendous amount of credit. Who could have seen this coming? And, and again, to me, this Missouri offensive line has gotten better as the season has has progressed. So just a big-time shout-out to Coach Jones for everything he's done in this impressive and just delightful Missouri Tiger season. And, of course, coming into the game, I was so confident that Missouri was going to win that I entitled my show that, hey, I think Missouri is going to cover against Arkansas on Friday. Well, 
you're welcome. If you if you took that bet, that was about the easiest money you're going to make all season. So not even a little bit of sweat came off your body during that Black Friday ball game. But I'll be honest, that was even easier than I would have expected. Of course, when KJ Jefferson, the Arkansas quarterback, he gets knocked out early in the ball game. A, a, a fortunate play there, and very unfortunate play for Arkansas as Jefferson not only is knocked out of the game on what looked like a pretty obvious hyper extension of his knee well he also fumbled the ball because he was understandably in a tremendous amount of pain in that moment too so obviously on a couple levels that was quite the double whammy for Arkansas and again just kind of a lucky play for Missouri to be honest with you after Jefferson had just scrambled for about a 20-yard gain or something like that. So obviously the Tigers were fortunate there a little bit, but to be honest, I don't know that K.J. Jefferson's presence would have made a difference whatsoever because not only did Missouri dominate the game in the trenches on both sides of the football, as I already said, but to be honest, while I actually supported Arkansas bringing back Sam Pittman, I thought that was actually the right move well, after yesterday, I got to say I'm a heck of a lot sure on that particular take than I was before Friday because, frankly, I thought Arkansas's effort and just the way they played that game yesterday was embarrassing because they knew they were outclassed pretty early in that ball game, and it seemed like, well, here's what we're going to do. We're just going to try to pick fights with Missouri guys and you know stand up over the top of guys when they get shoved out, on, out of bounds onto our sidelines and just be you know, chippy and just generally sort of annoying in a game where you're completely outclassed on the field. Hey, why not just be outclassed in terms of actual classiness as well? Apparently, that was the Razorbacks' plan. I mean, I've seen this before in Missouri history, by the way, some bad Missouri teams of the past 30 or 40 years. I can famously, I remember the 73 to nothing game that Texas A&M just took us to the woodshed about 30 years ago. I remember Missouri players, defensive players, you know, like celebrating and taunting after making tackles after a, a first down run and that kind of thing. I was definitely reminded of that as Arkansas's running back is pointing down at a Missouri player, making it 41 to 14 or whatever. I mean, congratulations, Razorbacks, really. Definitely, definitely do your pre-planned multi-stage celebration when you cut it to a five possession lead that's really impressive stuff but really I, I I've never seen an Eli Drinkwitz team play a football game like that I've seen some I've seen Eli Drinkwitz teams get their butts whipped no doubt about that but I've never seen a Missouri team act like that I thought that was a really really alarming performance yesterday by the Razorbacks if I'm an Arkansas fan now, of course, there's no doubt that Armand Mimbu, Missouri's right tackle, who was ejected from the game, clearly threw a punch, got a punch thrown at the back of his head as well, no doubt about that. But obviously he lost his cool, and, well, the coaches, I'm sure, will have a word with him about that. But otherwise, Cameron Johnson may, may have got a little into some stuff too. And But you know what? Again, otherwise, I thought Missouri did a nice job of take of not taking the bait. In particular, you notice Brady Cook just literally turned his back to the scuffle at one point. Again, 
most quarterbacks are not exactly going to be going to the middle of the fight, thankfully. That would be an incredibly stupid move on their part. But again, just another good leadership moment from Brady Cook. And I thought the team, after that moment, really did follow his lead and just ignored all of the nonsense and shenanigans by the Razorbacks. And yes, to address the elephant in the room for some of you, this past offseason, My colleague over at Locked On Razorbacks, John Neighbors, had a comment that really went up the tuchus of Missouri fans sideways this past offseason when he said that Arkansas and Missouri on that rivalry, well, Missouri, basically his point was, hey, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here as you can tell, Arkansas loses the game, but actually they're the better team. That was his whole point. Well, we can dispense with all of that now, I think. A lot of people got on neighbors for that, and understandably why after, well, a couple close losses the past in 2020 and 2022 sandwiched around an Arkansas victory in Fayetteville, you can kind of understand why he might have made that case, but After yesterday, Missouri has now left the Arkansas program in the dust, officially. At least for now. We'll see what happens next season. But obviously, the Tigers should expect to beat the Razorbacks once again as we stand here in Columbia. And quite honestly, Missouri leading the all-time series against Arkansas 10-4. to And since the battle line rivalry was began back in 2014, well, Missouri is actually 8-2. and against Arkansas, including this absolute beat down here on Black Friday 2023. So actually, Missouri is the better program at this point. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. And coming up, did Theo Weiss really say he was coming back after the game? And let's make the case for Cody Schrader for the Heisman Trophy and more realistically, the Doak Walker award as well but first I want to tell you about eBay Motors because passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits LED headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts, for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 
Thanks for making Locked On Mizzou your first listen every day. And for your second listen, why not check out Locked On Sports Today, the first ever national 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. It's Locked On Sports Today on YouTube. Subscribe over there for free. And you know what? You might have seen the Cody Schrader profile done by CBS in the pregame if you didn't well hopefully I'll, I'll try to find I'll try to find a link to that and put it out in my X feed later today if I can come by it that was definitely something that's worth checking out for those of you who missed it there in the pregame but I don't know it seems like Eli Drinkwitz is maybe a little bit tired of the underdog Cody Schrader story and I'll explain with this quote he said after the game we're a top 10 team He's the best back in the country. Let's quit making it about a feel-good story. He's a hell of a player. That's what it's about. He deserves to be talked about for the Heisman Trophy. And you know what? I got thinking after that, if this was still the 1990s, when I was growing up as a teenager, he would have a chance at the Heisman Trophy. At the very least, he'd be talked about. But unfortunately, as the game is played today, it doesn't really seem like he has any chance whatsoever. In fact, you look at running backs, they really don't have a chance to win the Heisman Trophy so much anymore. And if you are going to win it, well, you better be on an undefeated national championship team because, well, back in the day, running backs used to win this award all the time. But since 2000, in this millennium, only three have done it, believe it or not. Reggie Bush in 2005 and two Alabama running backs, Mark Ingram and Derrick Henry. And since 2015, when Derrick Henry won, it's basically been all quarterbacks. Devonta Smith has been the exception. And really, since 2000, it's basically quarterback, 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 every year with just a few exceptions. And to be honest, you look at the odds over at FanDuel Sportsbook, the only running back I'm seeing that has odds is Blake Corum, of course, the Michigan running back, and he's 250 to 1. So Spanduel Sportsbook does not even give Cody Schrader odds to win the Heisman Trophy at this moment. Again, 20 years ago, I think he'd be talked about. I really do. But just because of the way the game is played in some ways now, but mostly how we analyze the game these days, I think because of the way we analyze NFL football has actually carried down a little too much to college football because in the NFL, the whole the conventional wisdom, which I happen to agree with, is, hey, don't pay running backs a whole heck of a lot of money. You can always find another one in the draft, that kind of deal. They're pretty replaceable at the pro level. Well, I do think the lower you go down at each level of football, college to high school, I do think running backs are more difference makers at that level. But at this point, it's hard for me to realistically argue at the same time that Cody Schrader is a more valuable player, for instance, than Jaden Daniels, the LSU quarterback, or Bo Nix, the Oregon quarterback. In particular, Jaden Daniels, to me, if I had a vote for the Heisman Trophy, Daniels would get it. He really would. But in terms of the Doak Walker Award, now there now there's an argument. Now be, that which goes of course to the best running back in the country. And as Eli Drinkwood said, he believes Cody Schrader is the best running back in the country. Now of course Eli Drinkwood is going to stump for his guy 
And you know what? So am I. I'm going to stump for my guy, Cody Schrader, right now, too. But honestly, I think just objectively, it's pretty easy to make the case for Cody Schrader because when you look at the best running backs in the country right now, the 10 semifinalists for the Doak Walker Award, well, statistically, Cody Schrader is right there with every single one of them, in my opinion. There isn't anybody on this list who has a yards per carry or total amount of yards or or touchdowns or anything like that that really stands out above the other. In my opinion, Schrader's numbers are as good as anybody's. But to me, if I'm going to argue, if we're going to say the Heisman Trophy, if obviously historically, hey, you got to be a winner to have that award for the most part. You got to be on a good team. Well, guess what? Missouri is the best team on this list, along with Texas and Oregon State, Jonathan Brooks and Damian Martinez. To me, those are his best two. That's his biggest competition, in my humble opinion. If we're going to cut it down to guys who have been on top 15, top 20 type teams, then that's his biggest competition. Well, my argument for Cody Schrader is he's gotten better as the year has gone along. He's gotten stronger as the year has gone along against better competition. Against Georgia, he may have had his best game of the entire season. Maybe not in terms of of total statistics, but you look at how he actually ran the ball and how effective Missouri was running the ball, frankly, and taking it to Georgia's front defensively. That's about as impressive of a running performance of a rushing performance as you're going to have in 2023. So to me, his yards are more impressive than, for instance, Jonathan Brooks, who, while a great player, the bottom line is he's out for the season now. He broke down. Well, Cody Schrader, again, he is getting stronger as the season goes. And to me, this isn't a knock on Jonathan Brooks, but if you're going to nitpick guys at the very top here, to me, the guy who finishes the season does deserve some bonus points, no question. And also, Damian Martinez, he started off the season with three straight 100-yard rushing games. Well, again, nothing against Damian Martinez, but to me, Schrader has gotten better as the season go- went along. A lot of his a lot of his yards that he's racked up here have been against, again, Georgia and Tennessee and Arkansas and Florida. Not against, you know, San Jose State. No offense to that program. Shout out to my buddy Julio, who I believe is a San Jose State grad. But anyway, I, I just think that it, actually making the Schrader case is pretty easy because statistically, he's got all the numbers that you want if you're going to be the best running back in the country. But again, he's actually done it against the best competition you can. And to me, he's gotten better and stronger as the season has gone along. And if you're going to play great November football, and as Gary Pinkle said, hey, those who win in November will be remembered. To me, Cody Schrader was the most important and the best of all of those backs in the entire season and in the month of November. And coming up, let's unwrap the Theo Weiss mystery of whether he just announced his return to Missouri or not. Plus, let's talk about Missouri's possible destinations for this New Year's Six bowl game. But first, I want to tell you about game time, because if you're looking for last-minute tickets, like to the Missouri game here this morning at 11 a.m., you got to use game time. It's the easiest way to buy tickets at the last minute, and it's also the most satisfying as well. Pull up the Missouri game this afternoon. You'll see easy 
all-in ticket prices for six bucks, and you get to see a perfect view of your seats as you scroll through all the seats without even having to click on them individually. It's a very satisfying, well-laid-up ad app excuse me so take all the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time download the app create an account and use code locked on college for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply again create an account and redeem code l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n-c-o-l-l-e-g-e for twenty dollars off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed and post-game, Luther Burden fired up the old iPhone and did an Instagram live video on which Theo Wee said, hey, I'm coming back next year, baby, or, or something to that effect. Well, I was immediately thinking about a moment I saw the other day while watching an NBA basketball game. Of course, the kiss cam has become a staple at all sporting events. And one thing you notice, when people are suddenly on camera... When they are not expecting it, anything is possible. A very sweet young lady and her significant other were on the kiss cam. They kissed. She turns to the camera and flips it off and immediately goes, oh my God, what am I doing? You could read her. She was instantly hugely embarrassed and she's going, why did I just flip off the camera? Well, my point here in sharing this little anecdote is I think that phenomenon may have happened to Theo Weiss there. I was immediately thinking that. I'm going, he's not expecting to be on Instagram live here, but when people are suddenly on camera, they feel the need to mug at the camera, say something funny, do something funny, pull a Travis Kelsey and yell, you got to fight for your right to party, just something. I don't know. People just feel the need to do it. Well, after the game, Theo Weiss's father, Theo Weiss Sr. on X put out that, hey, no decisions have been made here. The young fella just got a little bit excited. So maybe Theo Weiss will come back. I just thought immediately, "Mm, I don't think we can really hold him to his word on this particular announcement, if you will, this impromptu announcement here on Luther Burden's Instagram Live. So you know what? We'll see what happens with Theo. Obviously, if he does come back next year, that's a big win for Missouri because he's a really, really good player in my humble opinion. But you know what? Let's talk about the possible destinations here for Missouri because at the moment, it's looking like obviously a New Year's Six Bowl is incredibly likely, if not guaranteed at this point. I'd have to look at all the different scenarios. I know there's still obviously some football to be played today, so I don't know all the scenarios, but For all intents and purposes, it sure seems like Missouri is in a New Year's Six Bowl. But you know what? A lot of these New Year's Six Bowls, ironically enough, no longer played on New Year's. In fact, they're played before New Year's, a lot of them. So this old man isn't a huge fan of that necessarily. But it looks like Missouri is either going to be going to Atlanta for the Peach Bowl, Dallas for the Cotton Bowl, or the Phoenix-Glendale area for the Fiesta Bowl. So let's break down these three locations. First of all, they're all indoor locations. These are all bowl, these are all dome games, excuse me. Dallas, definitely the easiest flight for, for somebody from Columbia like me, direct. But at the same time, we've done the Cotton Bowl before. I've never been to AT&T Stadium, the Jerry Dome world, so that would be kind of fun. Atlanta's got a great, new, beautiful 
glitzy new stadium. I have a friend who's going to be down there almost certainly for this game if the Peach Bowl happens. But we've also done Atlanta before in the SEC Championship. So if that's not your number one destination, I understand that as well. As for Phoenix, Glendale, hey, that's the farthest location, obviously, but it's also the warmest. And in my opinion, Fiesta, the Fiesta Bowl, maybe this is just the old man and me going back to the BCS Alliance days, but the Fiesta Bowl does have a little bit more cachet than the other two, at least in in my brain. Does that really matter anymore compared to Cotton and Peach? I don't really know, but again, just from from back from again, a child of the '90s, the Fiesta Bowl seems like a bigger deal to me. But know this, alumni association: if you charter a flight to Atlanta, I'm definitely going to be in on that for sure, and and probably the one to Phoenix as well. So I don't know. I'm thinking bowl game. That's what I'm thinking, folks. So if I can get there, this will be the most Missouri games I think I've ever attended in one single season. When you when you include the Memphis St. Louis game this season as well, so you know what? Hopefully, we'll get an exciting bowl opportunity. I just want to avoid the group of five team. Quite honestly, I saw today the projection on on CBS. Obviously, during the game, they had Missouri playing Penn State, a rematch of the 1970 Orange Bowl. That'd be a good matchup for for a whole bunch of different reasons. I like the matchup for Missouri if we would play Penn State because, frankly, I think we're better than Penn State. But again, just want to avoid the group of five team. I don't want to play two lane whatsoever, but that's just me. But hey, thanks as always for listening to Locked on Mizzou, making this show your first listen every day. I will see you all Monday right here on Locked on Mizzou.